Welcome to the NRF and EHL podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Erin. Uh, we're sisters who are going to be talking about all things life, fitness, health, and anything else random that we can squeeze into our conversations. We hope you enjoy and please share if you do. Let's get started. So let's start with you, Nicole. Where, who are you? Where, what do you do? Where are you from? Etc. So we thought we would just start today by kind of getting started with episode one. So I am Nicole. I am 30. I nearly said 29 then. Just <laughs> no, <laughs> my birthday. Um, I'm 30. I live in Manchester, but I'm from Somerset. So that's where Erin lives. And I am an online coach and personal trainer. So I guess a bit about kind of me and where I started, why I'm doing what I'm doing, what I do would be that I have a background in dance. So when I was younger, I always danced. And then I did that college. And then when I turned 18, I stopped basically overnight. So I went from dancing probably six days a week most weeks probably at least three hours a day if not more to doing nothing because I was 18 and I wanted to go to work so that I could afford to go out um may I add (laughs) yeah um and I then went traveling um to Australia in 2014 oh my god long ago yeah it's crazy isn't it And like everyone, I think I just had the best time ever. It's the most amazing experience, but I gained quite a lot of weight, um, especially because I went from being so active and then I started working in pubs and restaurants and then I went traveling. I feel like it was just like a culmination of all of those things. And I was obviously not very active whilst I was traveling, eating whatever I could afford and drinking a lot like a lot I've never drank that much in my life ever and I was two years um so yeah I went traveling best time ever something I would highly recommend to anybody who will listen to me but then I came back and was really unhappy in my body unaware of what I wanted to do with my life just a bit lost really I feel like because I was traveling you I don't know you kind of are like living in this bubble which is incredible and then when you come home you like crash back down to earth and I felt like that was 2016 so I would have been that's what is that eight years ago yeah so 20 oh my goodness 22 what when I came home 22 20 yeah that's crazy so anyway I felt I thought that was older than I was obviously like when you're in your mid 20s early 20s you think you're much older than you are and you have to have it all figured out and I felt like I needed to know what I wanted to do with my life I needed to have a plan and I didn't have one and on top of that like I said I was really unhappy with what I saw in the mirror my self-esteem was rubbish yeah I just was a bit lost so I in terms of my health and fitness, I started going to a boot camp initially, um, an outdoor boot camp, which was all hit training. And I just had a weight loss goal. I had no idea about weight loss at all. I had no idea what was required to lose body fat. I thought if I went to hit classes that 
it would magically happen. I had some um, Joe Wick's Lean in 15 recipe books. And I thought that following the recipes in that would mean that I would lose weight. Like I didn't know what a calorie deficit was. It's just not enough education though. And that's, and that's Especially why. like then. I know that's only what, six, eight years ago. But I feel like even now with like Instagram and different accounts on Instagram actually telling the truth, there is more knowledge and more accessible knowledge now but like I genuinely thought that certain types of diets worked for certain people like I had no clue so I started doing that did lose some weight um because I think a lot of the time exercise and a better diet go hand in hand so my habits probably improved rather than you know anything magical happening so I did lose some weight but it was kind of slow and a bit frustrating and I didn't really know what I was doing but then I started going to pole fitness classes which are underneath the gym that I now work in I went to those for I think about six months maybe a little bit longer and then like anybody who's ever done it before I realized that it was going to be easier if I was stronger and a little bit lighter because at the end of the day you are lifting yourself up do you think that it kind of might have ignited that spark back in you because pole is has that dancey kind of oh yeah so like you remembered what it was kind of like to be active and like to do like those things that you used to love you were kind of doing but just in a different way massively yeah I completely think like I obviously ended up being an instructor and I think that that like pole was kind of the answer to my like adult dance kind of yeah, thing. You needed, you needed something that was not you going around in point shoes anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because obviously it's creative and it requires strength and it requires, you know, not maybe necessary you don't have to be dancey but like it can help discipline discipline, you know be able to you know work your way through those movements and you know stretching and stuff like that is always really helpful for it so you kind of have those parts that you had when you were younger but in a different way yeah it was really nice to get kind of like the flexibility and stuff like that back so I absolutely loved that but because I wanted to get stronger I decided to get PT so I started PTing in the gym that I now work in um with Kate and at the time when I first started, I did, I did it with a friend. Um, and then I was just absolutely hooked. Like I found it so challenging because I'd never done resistance training ever at all. Like if I'd been in a gym previous to that, I probably, in fact, I know that I went on the treadmill absolutely terrified and maybe went on a machine or two, but didn't do anything that would have benefited me. Didn't know what I was doing at all. Um, and found it a really intimidating environment and even having a PT it took me a long time to build the confidence to go in on my own but I knew that 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 I wanted to so I started doing that in May 2017 I think and then I obviously built some muscle um, did lose some more body fat and started to feel more confident in kind of who I was and what I was capable of and fast forward a little bit I competed at the end of 2019 so I did a bikini competition in November 2019 and absolutely loved it loved the process ridiculously hard but it was just the most fantastic challenge and I felt like it made me like uber 
like focused and diligent and just really taught me so much about myself. Um, then I was in prep for another one uh, in the April of 2020 mm-hmm. and then the dreaded C word came along. Mm-hmm. So I then, during my first prep in 2019, I realized that this was the most incredible thing I'd ever done in terms of something for myself. So not necessarily the competing, but improving my health and fitness and focusing on a goal that was for me just made me feel amazing. And I'd felt like I'd completely changed my life and I wanted to be able to do that for someone else. So I started my PT qualification and with the the sole aim of being able to help one other woman in the way that I'd been helped by my PT. So I, I started that then. Um, so that's kind of my fitness journey. And then to rewind a little bit on that last part, I obviously mentioned that I had no idea what I wanted to do when I came back from traveling. When I went traveling, I had a background in hospitality. I'd always been a restaurant manager, hotels, worked in reception, all of those kind of things. Then I went traveling and had any job I could get. I worked in a travel agents, which was incredible whilst I was traveling. Um, thought I wanted to do that when I came home. Turns out I didn't. <laughs> um, then I, in my little lost state, this is so embarrassing. I can't believe I'm going to admit this on our first ever podcast. <laughs> But I didn't know what I wanted to do so much so that I Googled my attributes. So if you go on Google, you can get a like attribute calculator. And I I don't even know if you know this so far. You placed your debt of university on a attribute calculator. I did. Yeah, I... I asked you for your personality traits and I basically put in like all of the things that I you laugh but I actually think it's led me to where I am today (laughs) so you put in like different things about your personality ask you questions and then it basically comes out with a list of jobs that might be suited to your personality and it basically said that I should work with people and that I was very personable and I cared about people and all of the, like this list of things. And then it gave me jobs like um, work with the elderly, work with children, be a teacher, that kind of thing, which all makes sense for the list that it's given me. But it also makes sense for what I do now as well. You are a teacher now without you really. Do you know what I mean? That is yeah. what you do. Yeah. But obviously I had a little detour on the way to that. So I took this this um <laughs> this result from this calculator and was like, right, oh, I wanted to be a teacher when I was little. So maybe that's what I, you know, maybe that's what I'm interested to do. I mean, you did really like your pens and paper and had your little <laughs> stuff like that. So maybe. Oh gosh. Right. So I yeah. Enrolled at university, didn't you, Nicole? You enrolled at university. Not not straight away. First of all, I got an apprenticeship in a nursery. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So I did the apprenticeship for two years, got my level two and level three in childcare. Obviously had an apprentice wage at the age of, what, 25, Mm -hmm. which was horrendous. But I'm really lucky that Jed, my partner, supported me through it all. Um, I don't actually even know how we did that because it was just like dire but yeah so I did that but then when I got to the end of doing that I absolutely loved the job but I knew that I was 
capable of doing more. And I also, I think that it's an incredible job that people who work in nurseries do, but it is so underpaid and undervalued. And I wanted, I wanted to be able to earn more and have more potential mm-hmm. um, throughout my life because it just is like so underpaid. And oh, so they're so undervalued, so undervalued. It's, it's ridiculous. Awful. And the same, obviously, for like schools and stuff, but that's a totally different conversation. But um, yeah, so that's then the reason that I went on to university because I was like, I want to work with children. I know that this is, I thought this was the right thing for me. Um, but I... I want a a better paid role basically Mm -hmm. and the only way sort of route that I could see into that because a lot of jobs involving children are very underpaid um was to go and get a degree so I signed up enrolled at Manchester Metropolitan University so I went to MMU and I did a three-year degree in early years and childhood studies which I completed in 2020 so I then started my personal training qualification midway through my degree in fact I didn't I finished in 21 didn't I yeah so I started my PT qualification midway through my degree then obviously we went into a lockdown so I completed my degree from home I got a first which I don't know how I managed that. <laughs> you are well smart. You don't think you're, you are well smart. I did not get a first. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> well, thanks. But I, yeah, what, I don't know. I think maybe they were a little bit lenient in terms of the, um, the situation that we were in. But anyway, I got a first, finished that whilst also completing my PT qualification. So I qualified as a PT whilst at uni. And then we went I literally qualified at the start of April 2020 as we went into the first lockdown and yeah really bad timing but it meant that I just kind of got on with it and I think I look at the people that I work with that already had really established businesses and they I think found it really difficult because they knew what they were missing out on so they were walking away from the gym and that incredible environment and trying to do things at home which they did and they did amazing at but felt gutted because they they knew what they were missing whereas I didn't know what I was missing I'd never done it I'd never worked on the gym floor I didn't have a client base so I wasn't losing clients because of COVID Mm -hmm. I was every client I got was a it was one client more than I'd ever had so I feel like I was in a really lucky position because everything to me was amazing where because I wasn't losing things I feel like like, that's probably how you've taken your route online as well because you had to start online yeah definitely and I think I do count myself really lucky for how it began obviously I wish things had been different for everyone including myself but I think in terms of business I was really lucky with how it how it began and that people were reaching out to me to work with me because I wasn't I didn't even really advertised to begin with because I was like one what's the point and two I didn't even really know where to begin I had no idea and I just kind of like winged it yeah absolutely winged it um and now we are just over two years into NRF my business Nicole Rebecca Fitness and I am a personal trainer and online coach like I said I've done online classes I do face-to-face classes I do face-to-face PT group PT online coaching We've done team events, like, yeah, amazing. 
absolutely adore it adore my girls my clients are just the absolute best I love them you are um, so (laughs) (laughs) and yeah that's basically me unless you think I missed anything or you want me to talk about anything else but I feel like I am blabbing I don't think yeah I feel like you've covered your basis very well there's lots of things you could talk about way more yeah I think for our first we'll one, <laughs> so we don't drive anyone to complete boredom in the yeah. first in the first one um I think that yeah I think you covered it all okay all well, that's me so now it's your turn <laughs> so I'm Erin I am Nicole's little sister um we actually only have two years between us so from the age of about 18, we decided we liked each other. It just took that <laughs> to get there. I um, think that's true. Hang on. I feel like we liked each other when we were little. And then and we went for like four years in the middle when we were teenagers. And I thought I was a grown up and I thought you were a child. Yeah. Where we didn't like each other very much. Yeah. And now we're best pals. Yeah. So, um, yeah, best friends who live 200 miles apart, but it works, you know, we make it work. So, um, Yeah, I am Erin. I am a personal trainer. I have my own studio where I run um, one-to-one, two-to-ones, group sessions, boot camps, memberships, just basically absolutely live my best life with my team of glorious girls. Um, But it's not the way it's always been for me. So I have always struggled with my... um, body image the way I look uh, the way I feel about the way I look um all of those sorts of things it's massively affected my like mental health throughout the years and I have just always been that yo-yo dieter so I mean it's just like it, it's not shameful to admit because I think that actually it's really important for women to open up and like say that they've tried everything but you name it I have tried it it's just ridiculous and So that kind of, you know, throughout my teen years and stuff like that, I really, really, you know, as soon as you can drive, you can drive to McDonald's and, you know, before you know it, it's a problem. So that was kind of through my late teens into my early twenties. I um, really struggled. And I also went to university at that time and studied early years education because apparently me and Nicole are a mirror image of each other. Um, And for the three years I commuted um, because I live in Somerset and I went to Bath Spa University. So I commuted every day and there was a Starbucks at university who that sell 400 calorie coffees. And um, the calorie, the coffees. (laughs) My God. Yeah. So to get me through my three year degree that I really struggled with um, because I'm actually not that academic Um, from what I do now, I, I've kind of proven to myself that I'm definitely like a more of like a physical learner. That's how I learn to do things. Um, just getting on with them, writing stuff down and citing things and things like that is something that I really struggle with. So to get me through that, I drank 400 calorie coffees probably about four times a day and I just got bigger. Um, and the bigger I got, the more I felt crap about myself and it just got worse and worse and worse. Um, I was in uh, like, crappy relationship you know where you eat your feelings and and it was just it was just really really bad so then along came Nicole and um she, I was already I was there I was you were there, there you were there but then it was like a light bulb moment I think for both of us when you started your PT course to kind of 
use your sister who had always struggled with those sorts of things as kind of a, a guinea pig, a taster, because you, you didn't want to start with these girls and, and kind of promise these girls that you could help them if you didn't know whether you could or not. So what better than to use your sister who was going to be brutally honest if yeah. it was working or not? Um, so that was in October of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, was when you started your course and I remember this because I started my Erin Healthy Life Instagram page so I had just got engaged um, to the wonderful love of my life and I just decided that I didn't want to be sad when I went wedding dress shopping so I you I think were- I remember telling you that I this is going to sound so harsh, but obviously... No, I remember. There. I remember. I said that I wouldn't come with you if you didn't do something about it. And that's not because I didn't think that you would look beautiful as you were, but it was because I've been shopping with you so many times over the years and watched you cry or be stroppy or feel miserable or come home, try stuff on and it not fit and hate every second of it. And wedding dress shopping is supposed to be this magical, really lovely experience. And I just thought the kindest thing I can do is say, I won't come if Mm -hmm. you don't get yourself to a position where you're going to go and feel nice about what you put on. And that's not necessarily even weight loss, but like from a mindset perspective, because you're just in such a bad place with it. Yeah. And like Bob's proposed in um, June of 2019 and it was kind of that that kind of was my turning point for like right you don't want to feel crap about yourself when you get married obviously at this point the c word wasn't a thing so you know we were thinking oh we'll get married in 18 months to two years you know save some money buy our house etc so we so yeah you started your course and I wanted to lose some literally lose weight that was kind of the way that it started I wanted to lose weight I was overweight especially for my height and um so I started my Instagram page and I remember the first picture I put on there was a picture of a fishtail wedding dress and I basically just put this big long caption about how like this is my Instagram page it was private at the time as well And so I'd literally let like you and like four of my friends follow it. I was like, I didn't want anyone to see it. Um, Then I want to lose weight for my wedding. I'm using this to hold me accountable. Blah, 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 blah. We're now in, oh my gosh, May of 2022. So we're nearly three years down the line. Is that right? Am I good at maths? Yeah, three years down the line. And that account is very much open, very much has a lot of semi-nude photos of me on it from all my (laughs) check-in photos. And I wore the wedding dress of my dreams. So, you know, it's kind of, if you take kind of a step back from from the way we started, it was a weekly check-in, calories, all those sorts of things. But as you were learning it, I was just gaining more information from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously you started NRF in April of 2020. And that's when you started PTing me on Zoom. And I suddenly fell in love with exercise. Like I have always, I'd always hated exercise. Like you couldn't pay me to like mm-hmm. join clubs at school and stuff. There was absolutely no way I wanted to do it. Like I was the backstop around us because that meant that you didn't have to run. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> like absolutely not I did dance with you when we were little but definitely just dropped about that the entire time oh. I was doing it the only you thing I love it did you no. I loved it you just did not love it no the only thing I've kept from that is that I point my toes now like when I'm at yeah pole. that's a good that's a good thing <laughs> um so I started with you doing the Zoom PTs in April of 2020 and we were doing two a week because you were you were at my disposal really because you know you were quiet and and I was working from home because of COVID so I was doing them on my lunch break and just afterwards I would just feel so full of beans that I just done something I had like two kettlebells which um Joe who was um I've worked with his a, he's got a studio in Shepton like a um fitness studio in Shepton and I'd gone to him for four sessions or five sessions before this before COVID and then obviously we got locked down so love his heart came and dropped me off some kettlebells at like 10 o'clock at night before we weren't allowed to see anyone the next day like it was just mental when you look at it like that and so I had like two kettlebells some resistance bands and that was literally it and me and my body weight that like that was all we had and so we worked together and it just started falling off of me because I was in control of my food because we were at home all the time and you were doing so many steps as oh well. Oh my God, so many steps because I lived with my in-laws um, and Bob's obviously. Like you want to, you know, you want to get- only allowed to go out for one walk. So you were well, one walk. I definitely, yeah, I definitely made that one walk count for sure. Like every day. Um, so yeah, I was doing like 20 odd thousand steps a day. Like just being- so active in comparison to how I'd ever been Mm -hmm. so my body was probably in a bit of like a oh my gosh what are you what are you doing um so we did that and then in October of 2020 we were open for a bit I don't really know what was going on the whole two years is a bit of a blur but um one of my friends talked me into going to a pole class um, which you had told me to go to for since way before you were a coach or anything. As soon as you were into it, you were like, you have to try it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I can't do it. And I used to, you know, call myself awful names and say that I was not capable, blah, blah, blah. Well, I went and I was hooked after one session. And so that was like another part of me to add to my fitness. Mm-hmm. And I think that as I was learning at pole and realizing my potential when I was there it just started this little thing inside of me that was like if I can do this what else can I do and I was just working in an office admin nothing nothing special not a career and I was like I I I do really like exercise now weird (laughs) What, what what else can I do with it and I remember ringing you and being like Nicole, would you, would you, would you be mad if I did my PT course? And you being like, you're absurd. Why would I be mad? Like, that's like the best thing ever. Like, why would I be mad about that? And so I I actually really do remember that conversation as well. Yeah. Being like dead nervous about it. And me thinking like, I can't think of anything better. Like, I think this would be the perfect thing for you to do. I think because I'd been posting like daily on my Instagram. And so I'd actually gained quite a lot of, followers I mean I don't have but but proper women who were having conversations with me every single day and and telling me how they found me inspiring 
even though I was, you know, I would find things difficult and I was very honest about how difficult I find things and uh, nutrition and exercise. And I thought, do you know what? It'd be really nice if I had somebody relatable like that, that I could go to Um, somebody who's like, I hate Bulgarian split squats. Don't you? (laughs) Like that, and that is me. That is me summed up as a personal trainer. I hate Bulgarian split squats. <laughs> we have to do today, thanks to you. Um, you are welcome. And so, yeah, so I signed up for my PT course um, with the same company that you used and um, qualified in April of 2021. I got married in September Isn't of that crazy that that's only a year after me I've never even realized that time yeah so you did it in 2020 mm. and then I did my course and then I obviously we were in and out of lockdown so I then started training at the gym and and whatnot and I think that that probably really really helped with me wanting to do it because mm-hmm. I really realized how much you could push yourself in a gym environment and I'd never been in a gym like you with being able to use resistance machines and dumbbells and and barbells and things like that and so as soon as I could use that and I realized that actually I was quite strong I was like oh my god how imagine if other girls actually knew that they could lift this much weight and like how badass it feels yeah really empowering yeah um and so yeah I qualified in April of 2021 and I started working for you for NRF home which was your like home platform that you ran during COVID which was absolutely a godsend to so many of us and um so I started teaching a class for you and I remember I completed the first the kit so it was called killer kettlebells and I completed it the day before I had to teach the first one because I was so nervous about doing it on screen that I like did it the night before and made Bob watch me in the living room as I was doing it. I was like going, come on, girls. Oh, I did <laughs> not do it. This. And stuff like that. And Bob was like, yeah, like really yeah. good, you know, like because I was trying to like because I was so nervous about doing exercise whilst being like encouraging and explaining things to somebody else yeah it's hard it is really hard (laughs) um so I taught killer kettlebells until you close would you close the platform in like September was it October yeah October of last year I think yeah so I taught that and that was kind of my first thing and I actually if I'm completely honest just thought I was going to do a little bit of PTing alongside my office job I just never ever ever thought that I would be able to do it as a career. Um, And then I put a few feelers out for a waiting list for when I was gonna, when I would be qualified. And it had like 55 girls on this waiting list. And I was like, obviously, you know, that probably only about 25% of those people are actually gonna come to you. But I was like, this is madness. What, What on earth is happening? And so, I took the girls on around my job. So I was in the gym 6am till 8am and then in the gym from 5.30pm until 9pm and worked 8.15 till 5.15 every day in between. And it was just getting busier and busier to the point that I couldn't take anyone on because of my my office job. So I quit. (laughs) Just like that. Yeah, I was just, I, I was just like, Bob said to me, if you don't do it now, you're never going to do it. Yeah, there's never going to be a perfect time because it's really scary. 
Yeah. And I think that, you know, because of COVID, I think it taught a lot of us that you kind of, we only get one chance to do things. And our wedding got moved. We were supposed to get married in May of 2021. And we were very fortunate we only had to move it to September. But I think that I was just a bit like, these things are like all of these things that are out of your control. How you've got something you're in control of. You can you can do this for yourself. Um, so yeah, I handed in my notice at my office job after having one of our glorious team calls for Team NRF. You told us to do something that scared us. So yeah. the next day I handed in my notice. And we'll probably talk about this more in the future, I'm sure. But apparently when I asked that question, everyone go and actually really do do something that scares them. And more than one of my team have handed in their notice after one of these team calls. Literally. But I take no responsibility, guys. Zero. Not my Well, fault. I think it really <laughs> Unless it goes really, really well, and then it's my fault. <laughs> um, so yeah, from July, so from the end of July last year, I was fully fledged Erin Healthy Life personal trainer. And yeah, so it, I was in a gym um my local gym for uh, six months and I had a five-year goal that in five years time I wanted to open my own space um it's extremely inspired by Joe and his space that he has and I actually worked from there I was running a boot camp from there every Saturday and so I was like I'm gonna do this within five years I'm gonna have my own space And within nine months, I have my own space. So Studio EHL is all mine. And I have my own space that I go to every single day. And it's amazing to be able to help women in a really, really safe, they feel really safe in a really safe environment. I think that sometimes gyms can be a completely overwhelming environment for somebody to walk into. Some people seem to, you know, I think that society is getting better, but people seem to think that, you know, it's just for men, especially, you know, the weights area and things like that. So having somewhere that the girls feel that there's no blokes, they can just, you know, be themselves, whip their t-shirt off if they're too hot, you know, all those sorts of things. Um, I have it and I opened it on the 26th of March. So I opened it two years after Boris shut down the country so I mean you know (laughs) not bad not bad (laughs) not bad turnaround um but yeah that's what I do now every damn day from 6am till 9pm and I love my job like I can't even begin to explain how much I love it I used to start work at 8.15 and get out of bed at at 5 to 8 miserable cry a lot on a Sunday evening that I had to go to work and now my alarm goes off at five I do a small groan because you know it's five and I'm <laughs> my feet on the carpet and I'm off and I'm ready to see my absolutely amazing girls every single day and I love it and I genuinely don't think I could ever do anything else like yeah. I actually don't um and we share a lot of girls as well which is nice so a lot of you know, a lot of your online coaching clients come to me for, you know, some of their exercise and, yeah. and, you know, have you as a coach, which is amazing for us because we can, you know, support women between us. And that's mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I do. And that's me. I mean, you know, I've rabbled for 15 minutes probably. So 
I feel like this is probably going to be a theme, isn't it? That we try to keep it short and sweet and we're not very good at that because we just... Well, like... I um, that's where we're at at the moment, so... Oh, okay, little timer, that was a good idea. Yeah, I did. I thought because <laughs> we do, we are, we are very chatty. We decided to do this because we regularly phone... Well, Nicole phones me, she gets quite cross that I don't phone her. Um, <laughs> you just fully outed me for being really needy then. You are really needy. But she <laughs> phones me and we're on, we're on a call for like 45 minutes minutes and we're talking about things to do with health and fitness and women and stuff like that we were like why are we not maybe one person might want to listen to this yeah and we can share that with them with that one person (laughs) hopefully more than one person hopefully more than one person um so we will wrap it up now because otherwise we'll get into another conversation and then we'll be here for another half an hour so just to conclude if people want to follow you work with you speak to you where can they find you so i'm on instagram under the handle erin healthy life um so you can dm me on there and then i also am on facebook under erin healthy life as well so and I and my email as well is exactly the same Erin Healthy Life at Outlook.com so that's just me that I kind of only have three port of calls so then I can keep everyone and know where everyone is all the time um but yeah that's me and yeah so if you're local to I'm based in just outside of Shepton in Somerset then drop me a DM because just like having a chat really don't know if yeah. you could tell <laughs> Um, okay, and mine is Nicole Rebecca Fitness on Instagram and Facebook. I have a website which is NicoleRebeccaFitness.co.uk, and my email address is Nicole at NicoleRebeccaFitness.co.uk. What a mouthful! <laughs> Easy to remember though; it's all the same. All Nicoles, all the Nicoles. Um, but yeah, we are planning on doing these regularly. So the next one will be more of a focused topic, which, you know, on our socials, we will kind of ask for what people are interested in us talking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's us. And that is podcast number one. Complete. Done. Yes. So thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed it, our lovely ramble, um, and you are looking forward to more episodes, then please, please share on your social media stories and things like that, just so that we can get the word out that this is what we're doing. And we hope to hear, see you, hear you, <laughs> I don't know, at the next speak one. Speak to you, speak to you speak soon. You. Yeah, we'll speak, speak to you soon. soon.